looked like if he was really right, it, he was really right-handed, but he was trying to throw a football with his opposite hand. It looked that ugly. You think it's really that bad with Kenny? Tim Tebow yes. couldn't throw football. He couldn't throw a spiral, yes. Phil. I'm going to tell you what. Kenny is not a starting quarterback in this league. If you gave him Bill Walsh as the offensive coordinator, could Bill make him into a good quarterback? You can give him God and he wouldn't be a good quarterback. <laughs> oh my God. That's just mean. Nick is next. He's in California. Hello, Nick. First of all, I haven't talked to you in a long time. Congratulations with Stella and all your whole family. I follow you on Twitter for the longest time. Oh, and thank I got you so much, Twitter, Nick. Man. Yeah, I know. No, I, mean, I, I know you've been through a lot, okay? So I, lo- I love you for being who you are. Forget the sports casting. Thanks, Nick. Just, that means a lot to me. Okay, so, and listen, I'm calling. I'm a Pittsburgh native. I didn't go to Pitt. I even went to Penn State. None of that crap matters. Kenny Pickett, it's up to him. Mm-hmm. He's going to be successful. Gerard Johnson, yes, it will help him. Did, did, did C.J. Stroud admit, oh, yes, he, he turned me around. But did C.J. Stroud maturate into a quarterback magically because of Gerard Johnson? No. C.J. had to go out and do what he had to do. I don't know what kind of coach he had at Ohio State, nor do I care about the Buckeyes. I don't even want to talk about him. It's just like having you know, Malsey having diarrhea right now. I feel for the guy more than I do anybody right now because I had that crap when I flew home after the Patriot loss, when I came 3,000 miles to watch a damn football game oh, back there in Pittsburgh. Oh, that is no, insult to injury. You saw them lose that game, and then you had the runs for days? Yes. Like, oh. yeah, I probably got, yeah, I probably got it from the airline or somebody coughing on me at the at the airport. Oh, or, Nick, I mean, say my so. city. Well, let me just get to my point. I'm sorry. I'm getting off track. You're but okay. Kenny, Kenny Pickett, you know, to me, okay, I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of quarterback right now, but you know what? Give the guy a chance. This year was such a screwed-up season. For the, I mean, every which way possible. And the next time I hear Canada, I mean, 86 that name off the show. Just call him Mattier. Call him something. I don't, I don't want to hear Canada. Keep him in Canada. But, I mean, but he's gone. Nick, I, you're, you're, you're rambling here. I don't want to ruin it for you. I know. No, you're doing a good job. Uh, can you at least understand the position of, okay, you bring in an offensive coordinator, it might make Kenny a little bit better. But where are we ultimately going with him as the quarterback in the end? And that feeling like a dead end or an empty pursuit to people. Do you get that Andrew, part of it? Andrew, I do. I do get that part of it. But how old do you – I know you can't know how old I am, but how old do you think I am the way I'm talking? You sound like, be honest. You sound like you're about 27 years old. Okay, I'm 54 in June. Well, congratulations on all why, your success. But what I'm saying is the reason why I get so fired up and pumping my Steelers ever since I was a kid – you know, my brother died three years ago today. That's why I called the show. Because oh. if he was alive, he'd be calling the show. And it's just, you know, growing up in North Huntington, growing up as a Pittsburgh guy, the reason why my energy comes out like this, it's not because I want to make a stupid fool of myself on a radio show, but Kenny Pickett to me is an athlete, and no pun intended, take the gloves off. I, I don't mean that literally, but he's going to shine somewhere. Maybe it's not going to be right away. Now, we don't have all the time in the world to see that, but yes, he does need direction. He does need a better coach. Gerard Johnson, I don't know much about him, honestly, other than what you said. Yes, I remember him coming to Steelers back in 12 and seeing what he's done recently. But, you know, Kenny Pickett's Kenny Pickett. What about, and lastly, do you think the offensive line really helps his situation at all? I know it's up to Kenny to throw the ball 
to see the reads. I get that. He didn't. He read some really horrible reads in those last couple weeks for his injury. I thought, I thought it was an average offensive line this year when you add it all up. I thought at times they were really good. I thought at times they were really bad. You uh, average it out over 17 games. I think they were smack dab in the middle of the league. I thought they had their moments. I thought they also at times gave their quarterback very little chance. I think in those situations, the really deft quarterbacks, the adept ones, the ones that have an innate feel, I think they make those lines look a lot better. I think the ones who don't make them look a lot worse. And unfortunately, I would say last year it was more of the latter with Kenny than the former. I felt like Kenny made an average line look bad. I don't want that to be true. I hope it's not. I hope it's tied into Canada. I hope it's tied into him just having a bad year and not believing in himself and everything else. The problem is with this situation, especially if we're talking about the mental thing, you just might never get it back. There are absolutely, look at Carson Wentz. There are 100% athletes, 100% there are athletes who feel like they're invincible, feel like they're hot stuff, feel like they're great, and something happens where they get knocked down a peg, can mean their personal life, can be on the field. They just never recover from it. It's not always a physical injury that saps a guy of his greatness. I I do think about that with Kenny, and that's why I think Tomlin at least wanted to talk to Johnson. That's why, or the organization wanted to talk to him. Because it's not every day a rookie quarterback looks as good as C.J. Stroud, even if the player does have immense talents and potential. Here is Corey on the fan. Hello, Corey. Hey, Andrew. Love the show. Thank you. Yeah, the Johnson uh, interview it really doesn't excite me. I mean, the guy has no offensive play calling, calling in the NFL. That's a big red flag. I mean, this is a big-time hire. You can't whiff on this. And the whole, you know, giving confidence to Stroud, I mean, my God, this guy was one of the best pocket passers to come out of college probably the last five years. So I don't really, you know, it's not like he was a third-round pick and he became offensive player rookie of the year. That would, you know, turn my head. He's second overall pick one of the best pocket passers to come out of college. So, you know, that doesn't really do much for me either. Okay, gotcha, Corey. You're entitled to your opinion. Is this LeBron on line six? Not the, is not the LeBron, but is that someone LeBaron. named? LeBaron. Oh, LeBaron. Sorry, LeBaron. Oh, that's okay. I wish I made LeBron's money, man. Me too. <laughs> Guys, I wish I, I could hoop show. like him too. The guy's an all-time great. He's the all-time leading scorer in the NBA, LeBaron. That would be nice. Man, yeah, I know, man. I still probably call a fan. <laughs> What's so, up? Um, hey, look, I was listening to your question. Um, I think Kenny, I think it will work. Okay. I think they have. To, I think they have to do what they got to do, because to be honest, which I think the answer, we already got the answer. He's not a quarterback ready type. Just take the lead, you know, take the reins and go. He's not that type of quarterback right now. I think he needs to develop. I think he needs help. And I think this guy here will help him. I don't think he's going to be uh, an elite person. He could be if he gets his confidence in. I don't know. But I, I think right now. Well, how about the guy who called in and said his, his ceiling in the league is Tim Tebow? Did you agree with that? I did not. Because you know what? <laughs> yeah, well, Tim Tebow's mechanics. I don't know. I mean, he, he was not known. I don't think that. No, I don't agree with that. I think it. Kenny showed us some glare, uh, some, uh, you know, some glimpses. glimpses of, exactly. There you yeah. go. Yeah. He showed us some glimpses. And so well, I he think teased. He, he definitely teased. Thank you so much, LeBaron. Call back again. He definitely teased his rookie year. And if we're being fair, he did some of that this season, too. Just not enough of it. And 
a lot of it kind of goes by the wayside after you watch Mason Rudolph play a lot better. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Andrew Filipponi on this Football Friday championship weekend. A couple big Penguins games this weekend. Pitt trying to get back into it. Steelers talking to offensive coordinator candidates. Candidate two, Gerard Johnson. He played for the Steelers in the preseason. KDK TV's got to have audio of Pompiani calling the guys touchdown passes. That's got to be on sports tonight. I want to, because those are fourth quarter late touchdowns. Johnson was the camp arm. He's coming in late in games. But Pompiani would make those calls sound like Montana to Clark in the back of the end zone to go to the Super Bowl. Johnson, he has Saunders. That's six. <laughs> these two guys trying to make the ball club. Look at these guys. These two have quite the connection. Yeah. I used to love that fourth I used to love that fourth preseason game pretty much just for that. Like all of those guys that probably going to get cut within the next 72 hours. Yep. And anytime one of them made a play, we got pomp just gassing them up. Just rooting for all of them. A good spirited game. Like some random guy makes a nice tackle on a punt. He's making He's trying to open Mike Tomlin's eyes. Charlie this guy wants a spot. Edmund. <laughs> Edmund's eating ribs the whole time. He's not even paying attention at that point in the game. 412-928-9370. The question at hand is this. Gerard Johnson, credited by C.J. Stroud uh, for his success this year. Stroud said, this guy changed my life. This is not a coach with an offensive coordinator resume. It's a coach that has the reputation for getting through to a quarterback, for helping him perfect the mental side of the game. Do you think that would help Kenny Pickett? Do you think that would make Kenny Pickett into a good quarterback? 412-928-9370. A lot of people that want to talk about this, so let's keep it going. Here is my good friend Hunter in Houston. Hello, Hunter. Hey, Pony. How's it going, man? Good, man. I uh, I actually do think that specific hires can help him, obviously. I mean, he, he has showed flashes. I mean, the clutch moments that he has, that's something that you can't teach. He needs to be taught pocket presence, I think, for starters, and how to read defenses. And I think that you can teach him those things. So I would be okay with the Jared Johnson hire or Clint Kubiak or Zach Robinson. Any of those guys would be great. So, yeah, I still do believe in Kenny. I think he gets the whole season to show what he can do, and I think he deserves just that much. And if it fails, I think he – Hunter, why do you think he deserves it? Why do you, tell, tell, tell my listeners why you think Kenny deserves, after what happened this past year and the way Mason went in and played, why you think Kenny deserves that 17-game season next year. Oh, well, I think that he deserves a shot with the new OC. And, I mean, Mason didn't exactly set the world on fire. I thought he played fine, but let's not act like he was Pat Mahomes, Allen, or anything close to those guys. I mean, he was okay. He played okay football. And I liked what I saw. It was exciting because I liked the guy, and I thought he got a raw deal here from the jump. Mm -hmm. But I, I would be really in favor of Kenny getting this year, and I think – 
Tomlin should get the year personally. I know this won't happen. I think they should both get it together. If they succeed, they both stay. If it goes awry, I think they both should go. Yeah, well, Tomlin's going to get that contract extension. So nice idea in theory, but they won't make him go into the last year with only uh, that one season on his contract. But pff, I would be fine with that. If that's if that was the arrangement, pee or get off the pot, do or die, make or break, I'd love that. I'd love to have that like sense of urgency about getting results next year. And then if they both fail, yeah, you get the fresh start. But they won't do it that way. They're in love with this coach. Here is Johnny in Ohio. Hello, Johnny. How's it going, Pony? Johnny, good uh, Good now that you called, brother. How how you been? Good? I'm doing all right. Nice. Um, I'll tell you what. The, the, here's what I think about Kenny. I think that we really don't know if he's good or bad. We have We have had to endure a historically bad offensive coordinator. It didn't work with Ben. It didn't work with Trubisky. And so far, it hasn't worked with Kenny. But, I mean, you think about this. This guy was so bad that we broke a 50-year-old rule to get rid of him. Now, yeah, did, you're right. did, Mason, did Mason play better? Maybe. But Kenny played good football against Cincinnati. That gets overlooked because Jake Browning was the quarterback. But he still played fine. I and thought it was his best I, game. Absolutely. What I'm saying is, is that if you've invested in a first, if you've invested a first round quarterback, hey, Troy Aikman was one in fifteen his rookie year. Peyton Manning was terrible. And so, what had, do you make, Johnny? If this is the direction they go, and they hire a coach who's less about X's and O's and more about like the sports psychology angle angle of the quarterback, will you be for or against that decision? You know, I would be okay. I think I'd be okay with Johnson, but uh, I will. I will tell you that. Is I that think a little dog put, in the background, Johnny? What breed is that? I hear him. It was that a nice dog I just a heard Yorkie. there. A Yorkie. It's a Yorkie. What's its name? Yeah, Chewy. Chewy. All my dogs are named after Star Wars characters. Is there a Yoda? Uh, Yoda was my first dog. She passed. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Was it a Yorkie too? Or was I, it a big dog? No, it was a Schnauzer. I have Leia <laughs> as well. Who's the next one going to be? Uh, what's the one you like, Donnie? Well, what's the I big had, guy you like, Donnie? I had Obi. I had uh, Obi. But what's, Job so of the Hutt. We need, we, we're we're going to need Job of the Hutt in the mix. Well, I'm going to buy an English Bulldog, and that's what I'm going to name him. <laughs> I like it. Johnny's obviously a big sports fan, too. He's calling the show, but... When you nerd out and you start naming dogs after Star Wars characters, I tip my cap to that. Yeah, most of our listeners probably have dogs that are named after Steelers players. There's Ben, there's Troy, there's Lambert. I guarantee you there's a human being listening to this show right now who had a dog at some point in life named Lambert. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody listening right now has a kid or had a kid named Lambert. (laughs) But naming dogs, I mean, 15 years ago, you adopt the dog in Pittsburgh, chance is pretty good, it, it, and it's a boy. It gets a Troy or Ben designation, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, you, maybe you get, like, the bus or something in there, Bussy. like, earlier 2000s. Yeah, Heinz. Yep, that's another good one. Really uh, loving... The conversation today and hanging out with you on a Friday. Fridays are always the best. 
and just a smorgasbord of things going on. Hockey game tonight, another one tomorrow. Basketball game, Pitt got a little bit of life here, a little bit of juice going. And the football game Sunday. Got asked a question at the gas station this morning, and i like, okay, I'll answer that. And I thought about it, and I hated my first answer, and I had to change my mind. It was a very good question from a listener, and I want to bring it up in a little bit here. We are talking about the Gerard Johnson interview. That's the big Steelers breaking news of the day. The team announces its second interview. Someone who, quote, changed C.J. Stroud's life. That's what Stroud said. He credits Johnson with instilling belief in him to be a great quarterback. And this is someone with no offensive coordinator resume. He has advanced to this point. He's getting interviews because teams want to talk to him because what Stroud did is almost unprecedented. To be that efficient, to be that successful, it's one thing for a rookie quarterback to get a team to the playoffs like Ben did in 04. It's another thing for a guy to throw 25 touchdown passes and five picks in 15 games. He played like an elite quarterback from day one. So that's why teams want to talk to this guy. They think they can uh, that he can untap potential in a quarterback. And Mike Tomlin already said this is a huge year for Kenny Pickett. So maybe he's going to call upon a former Steeler, a guy that was here for a cup of coffee, to get that out of him. What do you think? 412-928-9370. Can an offensive coordinator, a guy with quarterback expertise, and a track record of success with a young quarterback, can that guy fix Kenny Pickett? 412-928-9370. Let's talk to my guy, Joe in Brookline. Hello, Joe. Hey, Andrew. How are you? Joe, always a pleasure to talk to you, my man. How you been? Long time no speak. Likewise. Uh, I hope Stella's well, she as is. well as your wife. I hope she's doing well since the surgery. Mm-hmm. Um. In answer to your question, yes, I do think he can. And I will say it because... Why the hell is somebody I, honking at you right now, Joe? Tell them to keep it down. We're trying to do a professional talk show here. I want to hear what you have to say. Who's that jack-off I, beeping at you? I, exactly. Your words, jack-off. But um, uh, I think it's the way the young guy, uh, the young guys today... How they see the game different. I think if you get a young guy under Kenny who can see and show him and sit like sit with him and show him tape and show him how to how to read the field and how to read different and also scheme with him, I think it can help him a lot. I just think they need to surround him with a younger guy to show him how the this newer way is so going. It sounds, the old like, way it is sounds like you think a hire like this would be a step in the right direction, Joe. Is that right? Yes. Yes, because you need to help you look he this it's a new passing game. It's not like it was thirty years ago, twenty years ago. This is now a passing game where these guys and Mahomes and all these other quarterbacks, they see the field and they know what they're they know how to read defenses better, so I think he can help out. A young guy can help Kenny. Look, they didn't give up on uh the man in, in, in Green Bay. They didn't give up on him and look what he did. Yeah, well, they didn't play him because they had Aaron Rodgers. And when they finally played him, all that time waiting helped. Now, he's actually younger than Pickett, but he's been in the league longer. And the Steelers' original plan was to have Kenny watch. Here's the problem. 
Mitch Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky has ruined a lot, if you really think about it. He effed up the Steelers' plan to have Kenny watch his rookie year. He almost effed up their season this year by losing the games against New England and against Indianapolis. Everything Mitch Trubisky has touched here, you know what it's turned into? I can't get enough of those sound effects today of Malsey. I'm sorry. Does that make me a 10-year-old? When your co-host tells you he can't come in because of explosive diarrhea, how do you handle that with a straight face? Wasn't there a Pirates pitcher who said he missed a game because of explosive diarrhea, Donnie, back in the day? You remember Chan Ho Park? Yeah. You might have to see if you can find that. I think Chan Ho Park at one point said he had to miss a game or he had to leave a game because he was dealing with the same affliction that's caused Malsey to miss not one but two shows this week. I don't think I'm making that up. I think I I think I might have something. You can get back to me on that. Okay. No rush. Here is Phil in Wexford. I like when Phil calls. Hello, Phil. What's up, Pony? How are you? I'm good, man. Hey, so two things. One is um I'm good with Kenny getting getting a year, getting a shot this year because I think with mediocre talents especially, like with Ben he could have Randy Figner and make it work. He was so gifted with mediocre quarterback talents. They need a good coordinator. And there's examples of that. Like Cordell is, is one example here in Pittsburgh. He was very gifted athletically. I get it. But if you remember his OC carousel, it, it was up and down and his career was up and down. Like he ended up coming back. I think he had a career year late in his career. And a lot of that was based on the offense, right? Like, um, and the other thing is I'd be good with Gerard Johnson my one caveat is I would love for him to be surrounded by people that have called plays or that are experienced in the league. Like he was a quality control coach, I think like two years ago. That is a quick rise. I and, wonder, and I, Phil, I, in this situation, Sullivan's interviewing for offensive coordinator jobs. I'd be stunned if he got a, an offensive coordinator job. Agreed. I think in this situation, it might be helpful if you make Johnson the OC to bring Sullivan back as the quarterback's coach. Because he just called the plays, he knows Kenny, and you have someone that will be a steady hand with that part of it. So I think Sullivan's future with the Steelers would be in a better spot if they hired an offensive coordinator who is new to the gig and not like a Kellen Moore or a Frank Reich or somebody like that. Here, it, wait, we have, do we have the clip? Am I right about Chan Ho Park and the Pirates? Yeah, I don't have a clip, but there, there is something on, on this. Now, 2010, not a good year for the Bucks. They lost pal- 105. Well, that, but not a good year for our pal Chan Ho Park either. Uh, in that offseason leading into the 2010 season, he rejected a multi year deal for $3 million per year from the Phillies, later took a one year deal from the Yankees for $1.2 million. Got off to a bad start in 2010, and he blamed his poor performance in one April appearance on a case of diarrhea. <laughs> then after having after having an ERA of 5.6, he was DFA'd on July 31st. The Pirates claimed him off waivers on August 4th. So it happened with the Yankees. Okay. And they dumped him. He dumped something else, apparently, and it caused his... 
pinstripe career to go down the toilet. Uh, Don is next. Hello, Don. How you doing, Andrew? I'm good, thanks. Hey, I'm enjoying the program today. A couple things about Kenny. Uh, last year he missed several games. This year he missed some games. And uh, I believe last year it was because of the concussions. Now let's go back 54 years ago when I was a kid and watching Terry Bradshaw play and the struggles he had for four years returning before he turned into a Hall of Fame quarterback. One thing I think everybody's missing, and some of your callers brought so nicely to the point, you don't have an offensive line. And if you look at the times that under uh, tutelage of Mike Tomlin, how many years the Steelers' offensive line stunk and then got killed? It seems that our beloved coach cannot put a secondary together at the same time as he puts a quality offensive line. Okay, so let me ask you about the offensive line. I'm going to go position by position. You tell me if the guy's good enough or not at each spot, okay? All right. Dan Moore. Not really. Isaac Sayamalu. Decent, yes. Mason Cole. Questionable. James Daniels. Questionable. Broderick Jones. A+. plus. So you like the right tackle who should be the left tackle and the left guard, and you think three out of the other five are either question marks or can't play. That is exactly right, because think of what you can do with a good offensive sure. line with a quarterback. You block, you run Absolutely. the ball. Absolutely. Now, what do you make of this idea, this rumor that's out there, the old Falcons coach, Arthur Smith, who is buddies with Mike Munchak, they hire Smith to be the offensive coordinator, and they bring Munchak in as the offensive line coach again. How would that make you feel? Uh, not too bad. Munchak was a very, very good football player. Yes, in he was. Time, and I think that would add a lot of uh, intestinal fortitude to these young kids. Okay, these young <laughs> intestinal fortitude getting thrown out there by our callers today. That's what we need. We need that intestinal fortitude.